Here's what's coming up on today's show. And you don't want to miss the boat. You want to make sure you are doing it right. And so um, the preparation is going to be uh, just paramount when it comes to retirement planning. It's time for the Retirement Reality Podcast with the founder of Principal Preservation Services, Mike Koyanen. Well, hello and welcome into the Retirement Reality Podcast. Glad to have you on the show. I'm Ben George. He's Mike Coynan over Principal Preservation Services. Got a good show for you today. Going to talk about retirement like a marathon. And I know mm. we all are aware of marathons. I don't know many of us have run marathons, Mike, but you have a little <laughs> bit of experience, right? Yeah, I have a kind of infamous experience of running a marathon. Uh, 19 years ago, a little over 19 years ago, I ran a marathon Pretty much without training, and wow. <laughs> uh, I can tell you, I can tell you what not to do when it comes to marathon running. Um, I think the you know a lot of these marathon runners, I mean, they do all this preparation and all these long runs. I think the longest run I got in was maybe a three miler wow. before I ran it, and I didn't do a lot of running. It, it's because um, my time, you know, in in the financial industry, I had a really busy time, and I just didn't have the time to do it, and I just didn't want to back out of running the marathon. And it was my goal to say, you know, being realistic, I, my goal is to run. If I could run half of it and walk half of it, I was happy. I just want to finish. But I had, you know, severe cramping. My body wasn't prepared for that kind of excruciating pain. I was 31 years old at the time, and I, I cramped up all over the place. Um, the neat thing is I just didn't quit. It, it mm-hmm. uh, I finished the race, pretty much all my legs were cramped from Jeez. hamstrings to calves to quads. And I was walking almost straight-legged like stick figure, <laughs> uh, just using my hip flexors. And I was exhausted and out of bat, you know, in shape. And uh, I was bedridden for two days. I couldn't even walk Jeez. to the restroom or walk down the stairs without the, my wife's help for a couple of days because I, I would fall down. I had no strength left in my in my legs until they got recovered but it's kind of dangerous don't do that and so i could tell you uh, how not to prepare for a marathon <laughs> that's amazing what a story well i'm glad hey, you checked it off the list i guess so you can always say that you did yeah it, i want to redeem myself and do it again and actually run a marathon without cramping well i you know i think your story is interesting because you know what we're talking about today is the retirement marathon right finishing the race and i think there's probably a lot of people that are similar to you with money, right? That maybe mm-hmm. didn't do any planning, getting into retirement, thought, hey, I could just do this. I don't have time to take care of all the all the little details and sit down with an advisor. And then they got to retirement and maybe they survived and, and actually finished the race, right? But might say, hey, I would not recommend doing it that way. Exactly. We see that all the time. It's uh, planning and preparation, uh, again, relating this to the marathon, but for retirement is key. And, it, you know, it's, Obviously, it's. I can look back and, and see the relation. How uh, I didn't, I didn't do that. That wasn't my strong point, and, and running wasn't my strong point. Uh, just like finances might not be yours, and and understanding what you need to do to prepare your body for that big, you know, that big event. And your big event is retirement. And so there's a lot of things that need to be put in place, um, and preparation is key. And that's why it's so important to plan ahead. And with retirement, it's not you know like six to uh, well, you know, six to 12 weeks before the, the marathon, it's going to be, um, you're talking about decades is it was when the planning starts. Um, because when you get to that retirement date, you know, we've heard this time and time again, I said it time and time again, you get one opportunity to do retirement right. 
and you don't want to miss the boat. You want to make sure you are doing it right. And so um, the preparation is going to be uh, just paramount when it comes to retirement planning. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we talk about this, kind of the first comparison we want to make in the retirement marathon is this planning and preparation. But I think it's also probably similar to with with running, Mike, where you know m- many people make me think I don't I don't need to do that much planning and preparation, right? Oftentimes, they maybe think it's it's a little uh, I won't say overrated, but just maybe unnecessary to go through all the all the steps we talk about day to day. Much like maybe you thought, well, hey, when I was running that marathon, do I really need to go out and run a twelve miler one day and a three here and just kind of vary and do all the steps they tell you to do, mm-hmm. uh, right? And you hear, I need to be doing this, but you maybe feel that my body feels fine. I go out there, ran three miles, I felt great. Like I should be fine without this, but I think it's very similar. Yeah, just like uh, marathon runners are going to run these. Uh, first, they start small with some, some shorter runs, and they build up to these intermediate runs and longer runs. Well, you look at for retirement, you know, preparation is. It's what are you contributing into your 401k? Are you growing your contributions as longer you've been in with your employer into your 401k plans? Or are you doing an outside IRA or Roth as well? Um, are you keeping in touch with your social security? Make that sure that is, is fine as well. Are you on top of your debt to make sure you're on pace to get your debt under, under control or paid off by the time you're retired? So there's so many things that can relate to the marathon, which is, um, keep growing and building and, and, and staying on top of things. And and just having even uh, biannual or, or annual meetings at least to say, am I on track? Am I doing enough? What do I need to adjust? Just like a runner might have to. I was like, you know, they hit a wall at 10 miles or 12 miles in a, in a prep run. Well, uh, what do they have to do to make some changes so they can break through that? And same thing when it comes to retirement planning. What is it going to be? What are you going to have to do to maybe – make sure that you're going to be able to retire comfortably to retire at 63 or 65 where you don't have to work a part-time job that you can actually uh, maybe have to make some sacrifices when it comes to you know, where you're spending your money and put a little bit more money aside in retirement. So a lot of things we can relate back and forth with the preparation. Yeah. Planning and preparation, a very easy connection to make between planning for a marathon and planning for retirement. What about the proper diet? Now, I, I, I'm curious if you took many steps in the dieting. I'm guessing you didn't if you weren't weren't doing the, the running part, but it is yeah. so essential that you are eating the right foods, right, to help you sustain. Yeah, I guess I could look back. That would have helped. Um, <laughs> you know, it's interesting. During the marathon when I was cramping up about mile seven, and I was like, oh, no, this is already happening. And, um, you know, if you the Twin Cities Marathon, like a lot of these marathons, it's my only one. I like to redo it. But um, there's so many people that were there to support and, and give you – there's tables of food and – creatine squeezes and Gatorades and all that stuff. And I was willing to try anything. And I could have swore I probably gained weight during the race because I, 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 I tried to eat anything or everything that they threw at me just to try to relieve those cramps. Um, you know, it was interesting. I had a gal that kind of befriended me on the race and she had a fanny pack on and, you know, she had to be about 20 years older than I was. And um, she just say, hey, stick with me, Mike. We got to talk to each other. And she goes, walk with me, and we'll finish the race uh, together. I, I do this every year. And she had this in her fanny pack. She goes, why don't you try this? She gave me this warm string cheese. It was already been in her pack for a few hours, of course. She gives me this warm string cheese. I'm like, I'll just try anything. So I ate the string cheese, and I could just feel my cramps just go away. And my body must have needed some calcium. And it just, my cramps went away. I'm like, you know what, this is great. My cramps are gone. I'm going to go run. 
Uh, problem is I've already had cramps for a few miles before that. So if you've had cramps <laughs> and then, you know, uh, then I was able to uh, be decramped if that's a word, but I was able to run like a couple more miles and then they came back again because, um, my muscles were just so spent at that point from already being cramped. And then she caught up to me and we kind of walked the rest of the race together. But yeah, when it comes to, you know, proper diet, that is important. You know, that's the right portfolio. Uh, what are you investing in? Are you investing in, you know, certain investment products like variable annuities? Uh, are you in mutual funds? What type of mutual funds are you in? The key is you want to not just know the investments you're in. You want to make sure you're invested at the right risk tolerance as well. There's so many people we meet with and they're kind of investing, I say willy-nilly, just all over the place, throwing mud at the wall. They don't even understand the investments they're in. They just say, okay, I bought an investment, good, let's move on. And the problem is they don't understand how their investments are working. So when we have to explain to them, I said, well, this is how this investment is. This is how that investment works. Uh, this is what a, a real estate investment trust looks like. Um, because some of these investments are illiquid. They have a hard time getting their money out. I've, we've had people who have come to our office. We don't offer these, but to a, a, a non-traded real estate investment trust, and they can't get their money out. And they're as subject to the, the company. And then when they do get some of their money out, it's at a discounted price. And so we just want people to understand you have to make sure that your diet of your investments, your portfolio is proper. You know, I, when you were talking about that, I, I kind of I wonder, can you make the comparison to in terms of your cramping where if, you know, by not getting ahead of something right with like your finances, by not doing stuff early, getting and being prepared that when these things, these problems pop up, especially like oh, yeah. your money, if you're trying to just react to them, you're going to have, you can maybe have some success, but it's going to be so much more difficult to fix that problem once it pops up like that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It, the, my lack of preparation, my lack of having the right nutrients in my body, my lack of my muscle memory and muscles being strong enough or prepared for that kind of stress on my body and and uh, so on and so on, you know, not properly hydrated, not you know, didn't even look at my diet the day before, you know, I was more worried about losing the toenail or, or something like that, that they tell you these fears. But, but when you get, when it comes to your investments, same thing, if you're in those, those wrong investments, when it comes to retirement, yeah, sometimes you're kind of hindered. It's almost like you got a broken leg in there. Yeah, you can get along, you can hobble along, but are, are you going to be full stride? in retirement because the investments you're at don't really match up where you should have what they should have been and we can make the most out of those a lot of times but it also limits what you can do for example again uh some of these real estate investment trusts that people have come here with from their old advisors and they're in iras and and they need money and they can't get their money out so then you're forced to take money from a different ira because those ones are illiquid or they have a variable annuity that they thought worked a different way that has an income rider on it instead of be able to this money being what something different than it was uh, until they fully understand what they really have it really hinders them it says okay because you have this in place and there's all these penalties to get out of it it's not going to be worth it for you to pay these excessive costs to get out of it let's make the most of what you have it doesn't mean you, you can't retire. It just means your retirement might look a little different. We might have to modify some things on, on the fly because you didn't prep ahead of time. Like you said, we didn't, we didn't, you weren't in the proper investments five years, 10 years, you know, 15, 20 years before retirement. All right, let's, let's continue on and make uh, one other comparison here about 
retirement and the marathon. Um, and that's don't start too fast, right? I think a lot of people, when they're running a race, want to get off to a quick start, right? Maybe have a goal or maybe just getting that competitive, the competitive juices start flowing when you're running next to someone and a group of people, you want to kind of separate yourself. But same thing with retirement too, though, right? You get in there and you have all these ambitions and goals and dreams and you just kind of want to get the ball rolling as fast as possible. So mm-hmm. how do you make that comparison, Mike? Yeah, and I tell you, when that morning of the race, you know, at the Twin Cities Marathon, I think it's in October. I think it's October of the year they do it every the Minneapolis Twin Cities Marathon. Everybody starts off with all these extra clothes because it's kind of a cool morning in the fall, and you start off downtown and you run through the parks, and you know it's really hard not to have your adrenaline going. And you see all the other people stretching and jumping up and down, and you know it's like I mean, there's thousands of people, and uh, when you start the race, you you have to almost want to say I, I i don't i'm not worried about what they're doing i just need to be at my pace well you catch yourself running faster and because you see these people who are actually who actually trained and uh you know they can start off faster than i was so i think that hurt me as well you had that adrenaline you kick in and um but when it comes to retirement we see uh people start off too too fast as well i'm retired now sometimes all rules go out the window and they're like i just want to spend 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 uh, I want to take my money out. I want to buy this. I want to take this vacation. And they don't pace themselves. Um, I see people where they, you know, almost half of their retirement savings are gone in their first five years. I'm like, you get 20 more years of, you know, at least of, of life. And you're, you're, really, you're really being aggressive with your withdrawals. So you have to pace yourself. And that's part of the planning as well. Um, I understand you, you know, people have dreamt for that day for years and and maybe decades that that day I'm retired and you have a different view of it but you also have to make be realistic with retirement as well if your plan doesn't say that you could spend you know $25,000 a year on on travel or buying new motorcycles <laughs> or buying all these other things that you want to take out of your IRAs and 401k's um you're really pl- adjusting the plan and we've had a lot of people do that uh, not I shouldn't say a lot but we've had a few people do that where they just kind of run off course and do their own thing and and get so excited about retirement they just start spending the money and i mean we hear a lot of people say this too ben that you know i i don't i don't want to leave any money behind on my kids i want to make sure i use it well that's great but then what happens if you are alive after age 80 85 and you don't have money all you have is 401k left and what if there is any any needs after that because you know, we don't know how long we live. We don't know if we're going to live till age 85 or, or 90. You know, women right now have a, you know, a, a two-thirds, 67% chance to live like three years longer than men. You know, they have a higher percentage to live longer. So, um, you know, it's not a big deal for men to live till age 85, 85 to 87. Females 88 to 90 now. Um, that's kind of in that range. And so you need to, if you retire at 65, you know, that's 20 to 25 years of lasting that money. Don't go too quickly. Don't spend too fast unless it's warranted. Absolutely. Some great lessons to learn. And I know Mike's learned them firsthand from his time uh, running the marathon indeed. But retirement yeah. is much like that, right? It's about planning, preparation, eating right, and not getting too quick out of the gates and pacing yourself throughout. But it's a long process, much like the marathon is. So again, if you haven't started planning, please take the time to do so now. You can always find Mike and his team at principalpreservationservices.com. You can also call directly if you prefer to do that at 855-987-8888. 
All right, Mike, I got a couple of mailbags. We'll see what we got time to get to here yeah. uh, before we get out. But I want to start with uh, with Ronald, who says, I have an after-tax account with some investments that pay really nice quarterly dividends, but those dividends also create a substantial tax bill each year. Should I invest in something different in that account? Yeah, if if the dividends aren't really necessary, maybe you just got to change your holdings uh, because if the holdings are, uh, you know, a dividend paying you know account, or a lot of times they have these after tax monies that are not. It's not an IRA. It's not a Roth. Uh, a lot of times, some if you have those in certain mutual funds, those mutual funds will do some trading inside the fund, which will actually call cause a ten ninety nine event, even though you didn't sell any investments or change your holdings. The money manager did. And so you have to make sure you're in the proper type of investments for you. If, if dividends are not uh, necessary and it's going to cause some maybe some tax issues or put you at a different bracket, yes, you should be looking at some different holdings for that account. And there's a lot of different options you can have that aren't dividend paying. All right, good question, Ronald. Appreciate that. All right, uh, another one here from Mary. Says, I had kids later in life than most people, so I'm almost 60 and my twin boys will be heading to college in a few months. I really want them to be able to finish college without any huge student loans, but I'm not sure that I can pay for both of them to get through school without hurting myself financially. I'd like to retire eventually after all. So which thing should I put a, a higher priority on, their education or my retirement? And just be honest, as a father of nine, I, I, I believe in this even with my own children. And uh, I believe your retirement is a priority. And I know it's, you know, I, I look at education, you know, um, education is a, a privilege, not an obligation. And if you can afford to pay it without affecting retirement, hey, that's great. If that's what you choose to do, I think that's awesome. But once it starts affecting your retirement, at to what expense? I've seen people have come in our office that have paid for their children's education who never finished, and it's affected their retirement where they've actually had to work another three to five years because of that. Because what happens, you either you take 401k loans out, which causes other issues, or I've seen it where people have um, just cut back on their contributions, which prevented them from their money from growing and get, sometimes even giving up that free company match. You don't want to derail your retirement for education. Worst case scenario for your children is they take out student loans. And I understand you don't want them to have that. But also, uh, you know, when you're 65 and you're still working, and what if they're, uh, you pay for their, their education and are they going to help pay that money back to you that you, you cost yourself in your 401k or your IRAs? Uh, usually not. And so, um, and also it teaches them character. Uh, to, you know, when they pay for their education, um, I think they, uh, they'll honor it more, they respect it more, and they're going to put more effort into it than if it was just going to be paid by you. Um, again, if you can help pay or, or do what your, your part is, maybe he says, I can only commit to paying for, you know, 15%, 20%, you know, if that, whatever that number is for you without affecting your retirement, that's what I would do. All right. Good, good question, Mary. I know there's, you know, quite a few people in your same situation. So we thank you for asking that question today. That'll do it for us here on the Retirement Reality Podcast. Again, if you have questions for us, send them Also, make sure to check out Mike's YouTube channel, Retirement Reality On Demand. Also, some great content there as well. All right, Mike, we'll close it out. Uh, thanks for sharing your story <laughs> about the marathon and uh, taking us through that today. Hey, no problem. I, I can laugh about it today. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Retirement Reality. For Mike Coyne and over Principal Preservation Services, I'm Ben George. Take care.
information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.